Hello, I'm Nicole. And I am Taylor, and this is the Glittering Cat Litter Podcast. I don't know why I did thumbs up, but that's where we're going with this. <laughs> All right. Having a rough one here. I read a thread the other day that said uh, 1% of podcasts don't make it beyond 21 episodes. Or you're in the top 1% of podcasts once you get to the 21st episode and beyond. So here's me saying that I guess technically speaking, we're a successful podcast now. Um <laughs> We made it. <laughs> we, we made it. If you if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, All leave a review if you like us. I guess also if you don't like this, you could leave a review, but I would prefer that you don't. You could email us if you don't like it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Something constructive criticism. Yeah, something a little more gentle than now like that we a are successful. Yeah, jeez. <sighs> um for the audio listeners, I just hair flipped. Um if you would like episodes early or you would like some to see the exclusive content that we also do, you could get a membership on glitteringcatlitter.com or the YouTube channel and enjoy. You have a love-hate relationship with sweatpants. Yes, I do. But you're in them, and I think you look cute. <laughs> you look cozy. It I, makes me want to hug you. <laughs> I, I like I like them when they fit. Okay, that's fair. You don't like saggy butts. <laughs> <laughs> no, on all accounts, I don't like saggy butts. <laughs> I think that's fair. But like, yeah, that is a hard thing with sweatpants. I don't like that either. But it happens. I just. I also think that my legs were always super big, so like I never had, okay, not super big, but they were always bigger, so I could never buy a pair of pants that like fit me in a way that like didn't look like my hips were giant. That's fair. And That's now fair. and now they just kind of like, they're just pants. But now you're smaller and your butt's smaller, so if you had a saggy butt, it'd be like a real saggy butt because your butt wouldn't take up the space. I know this because I have a small butt and it's just like hangs. Not my butt. The sweatpants. <laughs> Let me clarify. I'm just letting you go through that one. Letting you I figure that out. I appreciate that. Yeah. I like when you just let me ramble and then it's just a wild time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> but you successfully found sweatpants. Yes. My butt is not sacking. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Well, at least at least I'm pretty sure it's not saggy in the you pants. Stand up and <laughs> no, we're not see. we're not doing that here. <laughs> That's like member exclusive. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> oh man. No, I'm not. Yes, yes. These. I, well, I haven't had any pants since I've lost weight. That like. No, let me rephrase that. I haven't had any like workout or any type of pant. Well, I've never owned a workout pant, but I've never had like a exercise exercise sweat athleisure pant uh-huh. that I like the fit of since I'm smaller. Uh-huh. And it's been very weird because a lot of people suggest like all the big brands. And I tried those on and I was like, yo, my butt is like it's the whole back of the pants. It's like there's extra Two feet fa- long. Well, there's extra fabric from like the, the like waistband. And then it like finally catches at your calf. 
what? Well, yeah, like all, like all your whole upper leg, it like has that much extra material. So like when you put it on, it's just like it's just like loose material for that whole part, and you're kind of like, who who's who made this decision? Wait, this is a great opportunity for me to tell my butt story at the Playboy Mansion. Okay, okay, so if you didn't know this, I've been to the Playboy Mansion twice. Twice? Yes, twice. One time to perform a live performance and another time to film a music video. You should clarify how clothed you were on all of the occasions. I was fully clothed. There it is. In all the occasions. The first trip there, I was 17 years old. I don't know that you should be sharing that with the world. Why? I just feel like that's illegal. Well, it's very far away right, now. Guess, I'm guess. 31 now. <laughs> it's not for you, for them. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. That's going to be in the podcast still though, but I was very young. But the funniest part was that I was there with my brother, uh, my brother Derek, and we each had a pole uh, because the floor wasn't good enough to skate on. So they put the two skaters, me and my brother, up on poles and we just had to skate around the pole, and it was so fun. It was like playtime. I don't think there was anything. Okay, what does this have to do with sexy your sexy about it? Okay, no, that was just a side note. The butt story is that I was there for the second time at an older age um, to film a Maroon Five music video that actually never came out. Um, but I was there with my friends, and this Playboy bunny the a girl that was actually like involved in playboy she bent over because she was like fixing her makeup and my friend that was sitting next to me we were sitting on a couch behind this girl so we just had a full view of her butt and my friend is like examining the girl's butt and she's like oh my gosh i get it now and i was like what do you get and she's like well when you bend over like when you're doing stuff your butt just like goes into your legs and i thought that was a you thing but apparently that's just a thing for people with small butts because her butt's doing it too. And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? Like my, she's like, your butt doesn't like stick out. It like goes into your legs. And I'm like, yeah, that's what butts do. But like, I was so confused and she was, her mind was blown because she was like, I thought that was just you. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but to clarify, my friend has a larger butt. So she was like, very confused because it was not like her own. Anyway, that's my butt story at the Playboy Mansion. Welcome to our 21st episode where we talk <laughs> about butts. <laughs> I think it's a good subject. Anyway, we are going to talk about success because apparently now that we have a 21st episode. Yes, let me find let me find the thread. I did find it. We talked about this on episode 20. About, was it last yeah, episode? About how you have to record 21 podcasts or put out 21 podcasts. We've recorded much more than that. <laughs> a few that we did not use um, in order to be, we thought it was a successful podcast. Yes. I miss, I misquoted. It was to be a top 1% podcaster. You have to upload 21 podcasts. 90% don't go past one. 9% don't go past 20. 1% go past 21. Really? I don't know how accurate that is. That feels suspect because it's it hasn't been that hard to go past 21. Well, maybe. We don't know about next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if there's a 22. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. But There will be. But yes. So I 
I saw that and I thought that that was very interesting. And I I, th- I liked the narrative better of being a successful podcast was you have to have 21. Yeah. So you're not successful. We can't look at you until you have a 21st <laughs> podcast. Look at you. How dare you? <laughs> but then that got me thinking, like, what does success mean? Like, what is success to you? And I want to ask you that question. What does success mean to you? I just like for my voice. I didn't. I don't know. I just froze. You froze know, a little. Okay, I'll tell you. Yeah, what it was like means. I was like Windows ninety five over here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that happens sometimes. Uh, it's like dial up internet. Insert dial yeah. up sound. <laughs> also, people don't know what that sound is. People. If you don't know what dial up internet sound is, you didn't live through the worst part of the internet. <laughs> so <laughs> consider yourself no. lucky. If you do know what dial up sound is, you live through the worst part of the internet. Consider yourself unlucky. Because you if thought- someone picks up the phone, your internet's gone. Or the opposite. You, I don't remember. You may have thought that your computer was going to blow up in the year 2000 like I did. Yeah, maybe if you're an idiot. No, I wasn't <laughs> alone in that. Please tell me I'm not alone in that. <laughs> no, it was a whole thing. Anyway, um, success to me. I, there are so many different ways that I like can quantify. Is that the right word? Success. But like the course launching, let me use that as an example. Cause that's like the most recent one in my life. Um, to me, success is doing something, even if you were not getting any recognition or any payment or anything for it, doing it anyway. And like doing it for you and being happy with your thing that you're creating. Like to me, obviously, I need to sell products in order to live. Um, But success was reaching our goal of like paying back whatever we had spent to create the course. And also just the genuine fulfillment that I got from creating it and putting it out into the world. That was success for me. So anything on top of that, obviously I want to sell a lot because I would love to make more money, but the real success is in actually getting it out there, even if I get nothing else in return. And then on top of it, to have people actually learning. Like I, I talked about this in the blog that I just recorded. I don't know if you were listening, but not listening. I it's like astonishing to me and it sounds so silly, but like I went skating with a few people the other day and they were talking about what they've been practicing based on the blog. And for a moment I was like, Oh my gosh, like people actually read the blog and people actually pay attention to what I'm suggesting. And of course, like I know that, but it was them talking about it in reality that I was like, Oh my gosh, like what I'm doing, people are actually paying attention to, which is such a big deal. Like I just, I put out so much stuff and so much content and everything is super important to me that I put out, but then to actually hear like feedback of people actually paying attention to what I'm putting out and understanding the reasoning behind it, that was like, wow, I actually like feel accomplishment and like feel successful in that well i feel like you've noticed that more with this platform because this platform is the one that mm-hmm. like people can respond to things that we've talked about yeah and then they're like and you're like oh oh you listened oh that's yeah, i'm always that's shocked. Like 40 minutes in oh you've <laughs> you've heard it 
okay, whoa. You know, but um, what was I going to say? Oh, the, no, what was I going to say? Shoot, it was about. <laughs> I was thinking about that in terms of you with like music and videos and things that you create that like I wonder what what makes a song successful to you what makes something that you create a, a million success views. a million <laughs> one million dollars <laughs> so I'm massively unsuccessful, You're massively unsuccessful. <laughs> as far as music and everything is just concerned. failing it's just absolute trash uh no well what I was gonna say for your stuff is like I feel like no, I've been telling you the whole time you're doing all of it that you need to pay more attention to it, like everything. Because you said yeah. that like you just have so much and you're doing so much that you forget that people care. And I'm like, that's literally, if it's the only reason and that's your marker of success, then why are you doing a million things if your marker for success is making sure that people care and they learn and they are enjoying it and you're spreading that? Right then why are you sprinting to making it more confusing? Right. And making it more difficult for yourself and making your life harder I when mean, you have all the tools and you've already built a lot of the tools to make it easier for you and everyone to understand what's going on. What were we talking about yesterday in that, in that realm? We were talking about something that I was like, I feel like I... Oh, it was about the course. I feel like I always have to do more and like create more instead of taking the time to really help people understand what I've already created. I think your words were, I'm already on to making new courses. And I yeah. said, absolutely not. <laughs> I said, not a chance in the world. Because my brain wants to do the easy thing. Not that that is easy. There's a lot no, that goes into it. You want to do the busy work because yeah. it requires all of your effort, and then you have an excuse of why you didn't do the thing that's actually more important. Yeah, exactly. And that can be uh, shown in so many different ways in life. <laughs> that like I avoid certain things and I'd rather do the busy work. You're going to continue being vague about it or are you going to talk about it? No, I don't know an example that I'm even thinking of. Just like cleaning the house. You're or... just going to toss out like, oh, in all these ways in my life that this is shown, but I'm not going to tell you a single one of them. I Okay, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd rather go to the grocery store and take time like doing that busy work rather than working. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of people would rather do that, but I know a lot of people that don't want to go to the yeah. grocery store ever. Yeah. I don't know. What's normal? What do most... What do you mean what's normal? Like, <laughs> oh, we were talking... We had a lot of conversation yesterday. We were talking about Instacart, how I used to use Instacart. Was that yesterday? Yeah. Ugh. Yesterday was a long day. Wow, that was a long time ago. To get my... a lot of hours ago. To get my groceries sent to the house, and then I realized that I would rather I actually get more joy out of going to the grocery store and shopping myself. And it's worth the time and energy that it takes because I actually find enjoyment in that. Oh yeah. We were talking about value of like how Amazon is expensive for some things and then like mm -hmm. target and other stuff is more expensive. It, it just trades off. Yeah. But like, I'd much rather go to target and shop or just like pick up your order. Some days. Yes. 
But like yesterday, I had an order for pickup for drive up and I went in to go get other stuff. Did you get the order for drive up inside or do you have to go wait outside? No, I used to do that. I didn't know that you can like change it for pickup inside. Um, So you just just like from the app. Yeah, you just show them the code. You go up. Say, hey, don't take this outside. I'm right here. Yeah, (laughs) I'm right here. (laughs) I guess that works. (laughs) But, like, I actually enjoy that stuff. There are so many things. Like, can I talk about my Uggs that I have sure. on my feet? I'm They're talking on about your feet? this. Yeah. I'm talking about this. Well, is that why you're so tall? I'm sitting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> these. Well, did you know it had a sugar soul? Yeah. I don't know what, what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's sweet. Did you, have you tasted it? No. They haven't gone outside yet. That's true, but no. The floors are pretty dirty, huh? No, I just cleaned them. Yeah, but the cats are dirty. Sure. Yeah. Also, my <laughs> wheels. Did I skate in here? No. Yes, I did. While I was cleaning. No, I swept after, or I mopped after. Anyway, my Uggs. I Uggs are expensive. I think that they're pretty expensive. For a slipper, yeah. That's a pretty... This is like a boot. I mean, you're like barking up the tree of like designer slides with the prices yeah okay that's fair maybe not quite but like you're getting you're getting in the ballpark they're pretty expensive and my mom i'm sure is going to listen to this podcast mom i bought uggs real ones not thugs and i was like iffy on if i was going to spend the money on uggs i wanted these so badly and i didn't realize how much i wanted them until i couldn't get them um because i tried to get them online tried to get them in store Nobody had them in stock and I wanted the chestnut color in a size five and I went into the store to try something else on that I had already bought on sale and to make sure I got the right size. And I think I just like mentioned in passing that I was looking for these boots, but I couldn't find them anywhere. And the girl was like, oh, since I just got the size five of the other ones, I think I saw because I was in that right section. I think I saw the chestnut boots you're talking about in a size five. And I was like, oh my gosh, can you please check? And so she went back and checked and sure enough, it was the last pair. And I was like, oh, I have to get them. Like that's just serendipity. Like I have to get them. And I was still a little on the fence because I am like pretty um, frugal. <laughs> pretty cheap. Oh, <laughs> Except the purchase that you made literally like an yeah. hour before was not. I was on a wild ride yeah, you were, that day. She, she surprised me. Yeah. I was pulling a tailor. I was spending money on things I wanted. That's true. Instead of just not. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I'm not getting the thing I wanted. Yeah. So I go up to the cash register and I realized in that moment, I was like, this is such a big moment. Yes, this is a pair of shoes. But for the first time in my life, I am getting Uggs because when I was younger and Uggs were super, super popular, I had to get Fugs. I had to get fake Uggs from Costco and they are not the same. They look similar, but they are not the same. Let me tell you, after wearing these, they are not the same. And my mom, rightfully so, I completely agree. She was like, no, I'm not buying you Uggs. I'm not spending that money on those. You're going to get Fugs. So for Christmas, whatever year that was, I got Fugs. And I was very excited about it. And I wore them for a very long time. But now I officially have Uggs. That is one of the very few purchases that 
the tag like there was they don't have their prices out on any of the items maybe it's on the bottom of the shoe or something but i didn't like it was in the box so like it didn't have the tag on it mm-hmm. and it was it's one of the few items that like i see the price come up i'm like surely this is multiple shoes <laughs> and i was like oh no that's the that's the, what jeez yeah. it's 180 dollars for that's anybody that doesn't know and the boots I think that it I was bought, after I think that was after tax. So they're probably so. what, like 159? I think it was like 150, 160. Okay. And I but I just like I saw that and I was like, good lord. Okay. But I did make the joke and I was I was really I heard the well, you walked in and I'm just in the Uggs store. I didn't know they had men's stuff. I guess I knew that, but did I don't want Uggs anyway. Um but like she was like complaining about the system or whatever while you were looking for the shoes and I was just like overhearing her conversation. And she just like kinda, their ringing up system? Yeah, she. I don't know. She was just like not having a good day. Oh. It seemed or moment. And I was like very different energy from going into like whatever other store we were just in. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And But I was like, oh, if she helps us, which she did. And I was like, I, I'm going to try and make like a joke or something stupid that maybe she'll laugh about or something. And you were talking about your fugs. And then I went, wait, so you're no longer fugly while we were <laughs> ringing up? And and I think I think the cashier was just unsure how to handle that. Yeah, she was. She was kind of like like I saw the glimmer. She laughed. Well, she kind of did the uncomfortable laugh. She didn't quite do the like this is actually funny because she thought that maybe I've called you actually fugly. <laughs> I saw the whole thing happen on her face. She kind of went like, oh wait, is this a real? Is this a pain point or is this funny? Yeah, that so it, I thought she laughed and then was like, oh, that's like inappropriate for me to laugh at. Like that was kind of mean. It was kind of that, but it was also kind of like I saw her like, oh, I don't know if that was. Hmm. I saw like all that. <laughs> I hope my reaction cleared that up for her because I, I think it did. But I, I said, think she but... was too. Li- she was already too far in her head to to come back from it. I think I think we helped her day. <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know. It's a dumb joke, but it I felt. I felt good about the dumb joke. I just can't believe like there's so many little purchases in life that like I avoid making. Oh, not little. There are a lot of purchases that I avoid. Yeah, I was going to say, what is a little purchase you don't buy? I don't know. Like when you like I hate finishing um, nail polish or like chapstick or makeup in general. I hate finishing it because I, I like know I have to buy it. not a cheap one. It's not. It's yeah. like, I mean, I... Uh, I've graduated to like medium priced makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Middle shelf. Yeah. Not quite not quite to top not, shelf. Not top. That that gets really pricey. But I splurge on a few things with my makeup. But um like setting spray, Charlotte Tilbury, the under eye stuff. Charlotte Tilbury in general, that's my splurge. Um, because it's really good. And that's not even like super expensive. Um but I hate finishing it because I get, I get a sense of accomplishment, success that I like actually stuck with a product, but then I know I have to buy more and I'm like, ah, I don't want to spend that money. I don't, I can't help you with that. (laughs) I just, yeah. But that was, I told you when we were walking through the mall, I was like, I feel really good about these purchases, which was shocking because it was a lot for, especially for me. But I felt good. Like there was no buyer's remorse in those big purchases. I like that. Yeah. I rarely get that feeling. Do you usually have buyer's remorse? Uh Uh-huh. I got this hoodie half off. It wasn't supposed to be. That was cool. That was really cool. Yeah, that was nice. 
that was that was a bummer. It said Madewell said like everything half off, and or maybe it didn't say everything. I think it, it said like almost everything or every. I don't know. It, regardless, nothing was tagged as half off, but it was just like just go in, everything's half off. Yeah. And so like I went to buy this hoodie because I I really like these hoodies, and she was like, okay, it's like ninety dollars, and I was like, oh, it's not on sale. And she goes, no. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, I think I have like a ten dollar coupon thing and she just like looks up and goes like i'll just honor it i was like oh okay okay i'll save my ten dollars that was really nice so she honored it got a cheap hoodie that was the last store we went to right i think so and we we were so happy that she was so nice we're like we ended that on such a good note yeah go home (laughs) that was a very different do you remember the time that i don't know if we've talked about this on here where probably not our friend's friend saw us at the mall and thought we were fighting Oh, we've definitely talked about that. Okay. That was a very different experience. We had a very good shopping experience. And I don't think well, we that, looked mad at each other that at any fighting point. fighting was not a shopping experience. That fighting was we needed to have dinner during our shopping experience. That's not a good time when you're hangry shopping. It's a bad time. You got to eat before, during, and after. Yeah. And we did have a snack. Did we? Yeah. When we were crossing the bridge at South Coast. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we Woo. we went out to um, dinner and drinks um, with Natalie last night, and we were fighting about something. We were competitive about something. I was like, I don't, I really don't remember what we were talking about, but we were talking about something that you and I were like, no, like I did this better, and you were like, no, I did this, and Natalie was just sitting there like watching us go back and forth, and she's like, I really love when you guys are competitive like this. <laughs> And it was like such a funny moment of someone who like knows us pretty well, but had never, I I don't think she's ever seen us like talk like that. But I feel like that's how we talk on the podcast. What were we being competitive about? I don't know. I feel like I'm never competitive about stuff. <laughs> Taylor? Nobody's going to back me up here. No, because I know you I'm are. Al- we're actually alone. You, you can't speak. Sorry, not- guys. <laughs> You're not competitive in nature, but you are competitive with me. About what, though? About being right. About what? Like what? Everything. (laughs) You're right about everything. Well, there's a lot of the time where I'm actually right. (laughs) No, there's a lot of time. Okay, yes. I can't say no. Yes, true. You know how they say like, oh, happy wife, happy life, or oh, the wife is always right. Happy Taylor, happy life. Yeah, it's a complete opposite. for us i'm always happy like in general i'm pretty happy just in life um also you you do make me happy but you also make me very angry (laughs) because the time is with the truth he's correct most of the time i like to live in like a dream world sometimes where i'm like no it's this way and he's like no that's absolutely not how that goes like For example, yesterday I had a headache and you were like, you should be on like your fourth water bottle right now. What? And I had been outside. I had taught a lesson like I had skated, done all this stuff. And he's like, how much water have you had? And I was like, "Uh, I'm on my first water bottle. Yeah, it was full. He's like, it was 230 in the afternoon. (laughs) It was full. It was super dry outside. And you were outside in the sun and you were on skates exercising. And you're like, why do I have a headache? And I'm like, that's called dehydration. And he was right. 
there are just moments where like I need a little helpful reminder. But can I just like bop me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do not bop I want to get like one of those air hammers and go Bar. air hammers. Yeah, remember like Oh, like the blow up hammer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the ones that like just like the it's like look like a cartoon. You get it at a fair. Maybe I'll get that for you for your birthday. Your so birthday I can. That is, is that is going to be inappropriate for you because then you're just going to get bonked on the head. All the bonked. Time. Bop or bonked? No, Boop. you you need the sock and boppers if you're going to get bopped. Whoops. Those you won't are let me dangerous. Do that. Heck no, I would never let you do that. Those are dangerous. I'm dangerous. I'm positive. Dangerous, my I'm positive name. that I will, <laughs> I will go, bop once, and you'll fly across the room. That's actually happened. You'll go, to me. Woo! That's happened to me with uh, Bobby, my oldest. Oh, yeah, brother. but he had the like ball thing, right? Yeah, like we a had, medicine or not a medicine ball. A, yes. I don't remember if we each had a medicine ball. I think we did, and we, it wouldn't be a medicine ball because those are weight. Oh, it's the like yo- yoga, yeah, uh, whatever, Swiss ball, yoga ball, the balls. workout ball, yeah. Um, and we each blow I up think, ball. <laughs> we each had one, and we ran. This was not a good idea at any point. And he was much bigger than me. I think I was probably like fourteen at the time, and he's eight years older than me, and just much bigger in general. So we ran <laughs> from each side of our garage toward each other. And bounced off each other, and he stayed still, and I flew across the garage. There's got to be some physics to that. Like, somebody who knows physics could be like, yeah, this is why. Well, like, inertia, but we were both moving, so. He, uh, we don't need to try to answer yeah, the physics. Yeah, I'm not that a <laughs> So, anyway, I flew across the garage, and it was not fun because, again, just not smart. The side of the garage that I flew to had all the weights. It had like the weight rack. So I flew into luckily the bench, um, like caught my middle of my back. And so my head so hit you that. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. But good. I have a good arch. So it didn't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one real where it's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> hit your back on the. On the if you don't know what stair. he's talking about. <laughs> or it's a bed, right? It's a bed post. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's on a, they do it to a Dua Lipa song, right? <laughs> oh man, what song do they put it to? I don't remember. We'll no, I've heard it. it to like Staying Alive. <laughs> I've heard it to few. That would be a good one. Oh, that's so funny. That's what I picture when you, you fly back. Just, 100%. <laughs> but Bobby, I've never seen. No, I have. There's been a few times where I get injured and Bobby's the first one on the scene. Um, And his face, his concerned face is like, yeah, it's stuck in my head. I feel like now of most concern, it would go Derek, Brett, Bobby. I think it would go Derek, Bobby, Brett. I think Brett cares about you more. I think so, too. But I think he. (laughs) Oh, that's sad. I think so too, but why is it sad? I don't know. I feel like all my brothers should care about me equally. They're all different people. <laughs> That's true. You can't put that on them. They, um, not they. Brett handles uh, stress better. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he wouldn't be more concerned for you. If I don't he's think he like, would show it at first. I think he would be like. It depends if I'm there or not. If I'm there, he becomes the little brother that just laughs at you. 
Really? Uh-huh. If I'm not there, he's probably very sweet. Yeah, he is sweet. He didn't used to be sweet. He's he was sweet always now. sweet deep down. Deep, deep down. Hiding it from everybody. He was the kid that got like in trouble with every, every teacher retired after him. <laughs> except I think one, like literally all through elementary school. And so it was like the curse of Brett that like they would retire after him. Um, but he was always the one in trouble and yet the most helpful. Like that was always on all his report cards was like he was super in trouble because he was always doing something that he wasn't supposed to be doing. But he was also always helping the teacher or someone. And that's like part of the reason why he was in trouble because he wasn't supposed to be doing that. Too smart for his own good. Yeah. Happens to the worst of us. (laughs) It does. That was a conversation recently too with your family. About what? I said you were too smart for your own good. Oh, yeah. And then his uncle was like, same. (laughs) (laughs) And it's true. I, the pot, not the, just the podcast, the Spotify wrapped things came out today. Mm -hmm. And so everyone who's listened or watched, um, the podcast, thank you. Um, getting like the wrap up on Spotify was very exciting because I've never had anything that actually did that. Like I don't put out music or anything. That makes sense. It's, it wasn't, it's special. I, I'm very thankful that everybody's here too, but like it wasn't directly as special to me because i i've had the music out yeah and that one's usually very lackluster was it i mean there was like i don't know i could look at it what can you it? compare it to last year if you had like more strings oh. uh i probably have last year somewhere on my phone that's always I could probably very, find it it's like it's 682 streams that's like that's pretty good that's surprising that's that's something really interesting about having uh, oh shoot! Last year I had sixteen hundred streams. I remember it being a huge one. That's crazy. Yeah, but like having something that's out for a long period of time, like that music. Twenty it, in twenty twenty one, I had sixty five hundred streams. It was the pandemic, and then and then this year I I have six hundred. That's still pretty good for not putting out anything new. Yeah, I haven't done anything, so I'd, I'm not actually upset about it. I, yeah, uh, you should be I'm proud kind of that. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> surprised that there's that many. I, I see that Apple gets like, I get like a uh, an email, like a little digest of what people are doing with my music every week. Mm. And I'm always kind of How like, they're dancing to it? No, I'm always just kind of like, oh God, it's going to be, like, usually I can guess it now. I'm like, well, let's see, well, let's guess like two plays this week. Oh, oh. It got three. Wow, hey. sweet. But there's always like 60 Shazams. Really? Yeah. It's because From of what? some of the samples that I've used. Oh. So sometimes it marks it wrong toward me. Got it. Or because my music's not playing like on, well, I don't Unless know. It, it might be playing on radio stations. But there's plenty of Shazams that get it to like me versus whatever. But I don't think, I don't know. It could honestly be playing because technically it's available. And And it was in like 33 countries or something. Yeah. That was wild. It's 33 countries and it was on 75 playlists. I was like, 75 playlists? Who's putting me on a playlist? Sick. That's awesome. I don't know who you are, but sweet. Thank you. It's like when something's out for a long time, like a lot of those songs that are probably the top played songs have been out for like. For me? Yeah. For like eight years. Yeah. That's scary. 
And that's crazy to think about. Like when I, it's similar to me, it's similar to going back and like seeing how many views my first YouTube videos have. And it's like, oh my gosh, because <laughs> like, it's so long ago that part of you like forgets about it. Yeah. And it's just like, oh yeah, it's just out there for people to consume. But you stop thinking about it at a certain point. I don't know what year that is, year five, <laughs> but it's like crazy to think that people are just finding it now. I don't know that I, well, you stop thinking about people viewing that video. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I think the music is a little different or at least the type of video that you make versus like other content. Yeah. Because I feel like if one of your vlogs like really hit different mm. than the rest of them for like and was getting like the million views or whatever that your uh, first tutorial has, I think it would resonate forever because like some of the songs that do best for me. Oh, actually, no, the Shazam thing, I'm wrong. It, the Shazam is off of Home. Like my song Home, which is fully unrelated to like, like I don't know who's so playing it playing where. It. So it's playing somewhere and people are Shazamming it all the time. And I've always like been that like, song. that one's a little weird, but I like it. It's the feeling is weird because when I wrote it, it's the whole thing. It's we don't need to go into it. <laughs> oh, but the, can we? No, because <laughs> I don't have a, it's that that's long ago that I don't know. It all feels old to me and it all feels like I'm not in the same place, which is cool because it's like a, yeah. a marker for where I was. But like I don't resonate the same with how I wrote those songs. So they don't feel the same. But then I also feel weird. You know, the like songs that you listen to and like, I don't know, when you were a teenager or like in middle school and then yeah. you listen back now and you really haven't heard them in a long time. And you're like, ooh, yeah, still a good song. That makes me feel fine. Kind of weird, brings weird emotions back yeah. that I haven't felt in a long time. That's kind of how, that yeah. Place. And I'm like, eh, yeah, eh, eh. <laughs> I don't need that. I mean, that's honestly how I feel about like my YouTube videos. Sure, but <laughs> well, I guess what I was, what I was trying to say is that like the, if you had something that was constantly showing you, or if you were looking yeah. at the analytics that were showing that that video is constantly at the top of the list of your viewership. Mm -hmm then I think you wouldn't forget about it. But you don't really look at your analytics or like numbers that much. I just realized I should put the course link in that video because it is. We definitely remind should do me that. to do that. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely do that. Um, but yeah, so I, I think like, cause with music for me, I don't, I haven't like not thought about those songs, but I also don't think about like people listening to it that much mm -hmm. because also like, Full transparency. I think over the eight years that those have been out, I've made like a hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, maybe, and that's like dreaming huge. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think the last payout was like forty dollars, and that was like two or three years worth of people listening to it. Do you have those songs like on a playlist on YouTube? I think so. My account is set up to when I release the songs for them to also go to my YouTube channel. I'd have to look again. I wonder I'm if pretty that sure they are. Gets but plays. I but that gets the same dollar value that like you using one of my songs gets versus yeah. you getting ad dollars. So it's not the same as ad revenue. It's the same as like Spotify, which is like yeah. 250 plays gets you a penny. That is so wild. To right. Me. So I guess if you don't know, to put it into perspective, that 600 plays is on Spotify is literally three cents. So this year. I made 
three pennies on Spotify. I guess like YouTube ad revenue is not too far off from that, actually. Because you get a dollar for a thousand plays on it's, YouTube. It's way different, but it's also different with your CPM, your cost right. per million, cost per. I don't know what the I M is. looked it up a few weeks ago. But like your CPM changes how much you get because it shows how much value. Okay, that makes more sense. So, which is weird though, because that doesn't translate the same to me. Because then your because ours is like was it like twelve? It was like really high. It was really high. But we don't get a ton of views to make it really show the value. So I don't know. But (sighs) I can say that is very confusing to me. Yeah, I can say that the music side that. Basically, like if it breaks what I pay, because I have to pay, I think I pay like $50 a year for it to stay on the internet, mm-hmm. I think is what we pay. Maybe it's 40 But regardless, with the first year that it paid for the previous three years or two years, I was like, that's success. I've made it. That paid for itself. That was, that was the, oh, if I keep doing this, it will succeed. And well, obviously, when I haven't kept doing it, it's not succeeding. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it truly is like if the saying, what is the saying? You'll never work a day in your life if if you enjoy what you're doing. You'll never work a day in your life. Is that the yeah, saying? Yeah, something like that. Um, So much work goes into so many different things like content creation and all of that. I think people think is just like fun all the time. And it is fun. But it's like. There's so much planning, there's so much conversation, there's so many meetings, there's so many like trying to figure out what the best course of action is and then actually getting the equipment to make it happen, buying the website, things that you need to make it happen, actually spending the time and energy to film it and refilm it and voiceover things and create like everything. There's so much that goes into it. And I think that's overlooked by a lot of people, myself included, that I'm like, I didn't do anything today, but I did like 80 things, but it didn't feel like I accomplished anything because it's all the like little things that go into it. It's hard to, to remember that at the end when like it's been out now for five years and you're like, oh, that was easy. I should do that again. It's like, no. It easy. <laughs> yeah, I, there's also the like you work on something for so long you forget that it hasn't been shared with people. Yeah, which I've definitely done that before with music, and I feel like most of the time that I've released released stuff by myself, it's been like I was so excited about it for so long. I've heard it so many times because you have to yeah. to like f- make it the best you can, and then pick where like the you know diminishing returns is and then be done with it and go okay and then you have to like figure out okay what does the album art look like how are you going to promote it when can you put it up and unlike youtube and unlike everything else with music you can't just like release it and it's out to the world you can if you do it on youtube and if you just throw it on tiktok or or reels or whatever but if you want it to be like an actual published release everywhere that you post through it needs i think it's like usually they say seven to 10 business days. So like, even if you're like, this is done, we're putting it out, it's good, and you are done. The earliest you can say is as soon as it's available, but then that means that Apple Music might be available tomorrow, and Spotify might be available next week, 
And then all of the other platforms like YouTube might not get it for like a week and a half. And so you have to like pick a date that's like 10 days out or or two weeks out to make sure that they all are okay with it and they're all ready for the release date. And then you can pick the time that it comes out. Yeah. So like most of the time you're sitting on this song that you were excited about and you were happy with and you were done with and then you're ready to share it and you have to wait literally two weeks. Yeah. Or at least a week to before it can go anywhere. And then in that time is usually when like I would do any of the like promotional stuff that I would make, like the silly, like when we were doing it like with the bike or when I put myself in a closet and whatever. Yeah. Like that was fun and funny. But then it was like I post all of those videos over the course of like two weeks. Yeah. And then it's gone. And then I'm like, okay, well, what else do I do? Nothing. You know, it's like yeah. I I don't know. I could either keep shoving my music down your guys' faces or like being like, okay, I guess on to the next one because I can't. It's, it's such a hard balance to and figure it's, out. It's hard to focus that much creativity into like making the marketing side and then being willing to like stop and spend like so much time trying to be creative again, like yeah. with music. Because music, at least for me, it's like a lot of times if I play with stuff like like apps or whatever I can write something pretty quick mm-hmm. but like to finish it it's not like like I can a video at yeah. all it's like it's I process. need like at least a week probably yeah. to like dial it in and because I haven't been writing as much I for sure need like time to like okay this is what it sounds like here well, now I really have to go re-listen in like my car and stuff and I really haven't mixed mm-hmm. music where my desk is now so I really yeah. don't know because you How made, like, the mindfulness stuff. That's all yeah. original music that you made. Yeah. But it's, like, a minute long or... Yeah, and it's... I guess I'm also a professional with audio, so, like, yeah. I understand what it's doing, but the... And to a degree, it's simple enough. Yeah. And there's not so much happening that if I can hear what I want to be heard out of it on the speakers, I can also... I always check on, like, my phone, too. Mm-hmm. But like I can hear it there and I can hear it on my phone. And then it's obviously on like my computer um, like display monitor that's not great and whatever. So I'm like, okay, yeah. on bad, it's okay. On good, it's okay. You know, I don't need to go listen in the car because if you're listening to that in the car, I feel like we're doing something wrong. Yeah, you probably but, shouldn't be doing yeah. mine. Well, if you you're could, stopped. <laughs> I used to do that actually before I went in to teach. I would do like mindfulness on my watch and like give myself a moment. Sometimes I would almost fall asleep, <laughs> but I needed that like moment of stillness before I went into the skating rink. I mean, I think that time is good for everybody every day. I do it in the morning before I do anything. Try and... I failed to do it recently. Oh, it's like Duolingo. You do it at the end of the day, which is crazy. I do really well at the end of the day for That's language. Fine. That works. I'm glad that it Beginning works for you. Beginning of the day, I don't. My brain is like moving too quick. I usually try to pause that. At the beginning of the day. That's why I do like stretching and mindfulness mindfulness and stuff. That might be a fun one to talk about on here. Like our, our like what our routines are. Yeah, mine's last changed time, a lot. Yeah. And last time I, I had brought it up, um, my head went just kind of like you with doing stuff. I was like, it's not that much stuff. It's pretty simple. And <laughs> and one of our friends that I was telling looked at me and goes, that's a lot of stuff you do in the morning. And I was like, I, I guess. I didn't realize it until like yesterday. I messed myself up because I didn't do anything. I stayed in bed like 
just hanging out in bed for far too long. And then we had a really long conversation while I was still in bed. That was yesterday or two days ago? That was yesterday. Wow. <laughs> I don't... What day are we on? We're on Wednesday? Good Lord. I don't even know anymore. Is it? Yeah. It is Wednesday. Yeah. I looked at my... It's not Wednesday for everyone else. Well, it's Wednesday when we record it. Yes. It'll yes. be whatever day you listen to this. It might be a Thursday. It might be a Tuesday. It might be a Monday. Who it's knows? any any of them that end in day. What is time? What is it time? is quantifiable. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I I am very happy with our um, now that this is our twenty first episode. I'm very happy with how far we've gotten and not giving up when it gets rough. Like I said, we've recorded a lot more than twenty one episodes that we it was all a learning experience of like how to even talk <laughs> this long. I think there's like six or seven that we didn't use. Yeah. And before the first one, like most things, Taylor was fine. Taylor was right. But I was, I was having a hard time talking just off the cuff for this long. Oh yeah. That was hard for me. Now it's easier. I still ramble a lot. That's fine. It's <laughs> kind of the point. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Um, and if you've been with us for the entire time, thank you so much. Uh, if you want to get early episodes and exclusives, please check out glitterandcatlitter.com. Or the YouTube channel. Or the YouTube channel and join uh, the membership on there. And yeah, anything else? No, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you.